Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. So this is a new experience. I don't know how long I've been unconscious for. I woke up about 20 minutes ago in the boot of a car that seems to be travelling a decent clip down some country roads. I have no idea what country those roads are in. (laughs) The trip to escaping from a car boot is... I don't actually know what the trick is. I'm just going to try everything I can think of and hope. Too late. So now the question is, how much time until he comes back? And is anyone watching this car right now? Aldrich Kemp by Julian Simpson Chapter 2 Themis House Interesting Morning! Hmm No phone Okay so what do we know? Um, it's 8am. To all intents and purposes, this looks like England. Uh, an old village somewhere. No one around. And no sign of where the driver went. Okay? Uh, village shop. sorting through them now. Oh, I, I don't need a paper. Although you could tell me the date. Today. It's the first. That means I've lost two days. Did you say something? Um, no. Where am I? Where are you? You're in Themis. Themis? That's right. Huh. It's a place. I hope so. You're standing in it. Can I get you anything? Um, I don't seem to have any money. <laughs> That'll be a no, then. Do you have a phone? Do I have one, or can you use it? Both. Yes and no. Ah. Sorry, orders from the house. You're not to have any contact with the outside world. From the house? They're expecting you. Okay. (laughs) Was there anything else? Uh, where's the house? You can't miss it. She was right. You really can't miss the house. It's on top of a hill, overlooking the village. There's a road that leads down from it to a gate, but the gate is closed, and the front of the gate is... Morning! Oh, this is quite strange. It's a tiny village that looks like it's been preserved. Certainly nothing seems to have been built or changed here since the war. 
It's like the quintessential English village. Wait. Wait, wait. That car that brought me here is gone. ice cream? Hmm, it's early for mint choc chip or salted caramel, but I can do you vanilla or a coffee. Oh, coffee? Coffee ice cream. Oh, no, thank you. Apparently I'm supposed to be at the house. That's right. You're expected for breakfast. With Aldrich Ken. You're not going to cause me any trouble, are you? Morning! Um, the, the lady on the bicycle has a gun. You should go up to the house. Aunt Lily is a stickler for punctuality. Aunt Lily... Don't keep her waiting. Finger. Actually, no, Miss Page. I'm Mrs. Boone, Mr. Kemp's housekeeper. It's quite all right. If I wanted you dead, I would have skewered you in Monaco. Yes, well, don't get cocky, Mrs. Boone. I have a fencing blue. Well, that is very impressive. I just have the gold. Sorry. So... 1988. The Olympics? Wait, oh, it's your Alice Boone. Yes. Oh, you could have killed me. Yes, quite easily. Your left foot drags and you signal your lunges. Do not signal my lunges. How's your hand? I've had worse. Breakfast has been served on the lawn. I'm afraid Aunt Lily has started without you. Oh, yes, I hear she's a stickler for punctuality. How do I signal my lunges? She's winding you up. Pay no attention to her. You must be Clara Page. I'm Nikisha. Hello. Apparently they brought you here in the boot of a car. Is that right? It is. I'm so sorry. My brother is such an arse. You are... Aldrich Kemp is your brother? Mm. I was adopted. Long story. I'm sure someone will tell it to you at some point. Ah, there she is. Clara, welcome. You've met Mrs. Boone, of course, and my sister, Nikisha. Uh, this is Sebastian. Delightful to see you again, Miss Page. You were the concierge at the hotel in Tallinn. Guilty as charged, I am afraid. <laughs> Aldrich will insist on playing his little games. And taking the lead role. It's the million-dollar rule. Is that a real thing? Well, let's talk business afterwards. Aunt Lily won't tolerate it at the breakfast table. Lily, this is Clara Page. Yes, I'm not senile yet, Aldrich. How do you do, Miss Page? Very well, considering. Well, you're late for breakfast, so we've started without you. Uh, take a seat here, beside me, and try this jam. Mrs. Boone made it from the last of the strawberries. Coffee or tea, Miss Page? Uh, coffee, please. It's Ethiopian cinema, I'm afraid. I know you prefer the terrazzo. How do you know that? He's showing off. More toast, Mrs. Boone. Of course. 
Is everyone staying around the house today? Nikisha and I are in Paris this evening for the Sorbonne reception, but we're not leaving till after lunch. Oh, good. Could you pick up some of my tea from Maria's frère? Hmm. Of course we can. Are you taking the jet? No, we're not taking the jet to Paris, Aldridge. We're taking the train. Planet, old chap. Mm. Aldridge, are you here today? Oh, I should think so. Miss Page and I have a lot to discuss. Oh, you'll stay for dinner, Miss Page. Well, it's not entirely clear if I have a choice. Jolly good. We're three for dinner today, Mrs Spoon. I think the lamb, don't you? Yes, very good, ma'am. I must say, Miss Page, I do admire your composure. My nephew leads your merry dance all over Europe and then knocks you out and stuffs you in the boot of a car. And here you are, playing along like it's just another day at the office. Well, Aunt Lily, when in Rome, could uh, someone please pass the jam? First edition. Which one is that? Audubon's Birds of America. Ah, I'm not much of an ornithologist, but I like the pictures. This is one of the most valuable books in existence. Well, I'm afraid I didn't pay full price. You stole it. Payment in kind. I helped the previous owner out of a jam. What am I doing here? I believe you were looking for me. So did I, but it appears to have been the other way around. We were both interested in the death of Guillaume Benoit. He was a friend of yours. Um, he was an associate, for a short time. Is the Themis group involved with Infrasound? No. But Infrasound is probably only a small part of what's happening here. I'm listening. This has all got very serious very quickly, hasn't it? Well, you abducted me and stuffed me in the boot of a car. I thought we were past that. We're not. Well, then please accept my apologies. I wanted to meet you. Leading you to us and obscuring the location of this house was purely expedient. Oh, so I'm free to go? Oh, we're not kidnappers, Clara. May I call you Clara? Hmm. Jury's out on that one. Tell me about the Themis group. What would you like to know? Everything. Well, that could take some time. Your criminal organisation? Oh, that's a little reductive. Is it true? Well, if we're going strictly by the letter of the law, I tend not to dwell on the technicalities. You just do what you want? Yes, I suppose so. Theft, blackmail, murder? No, I feel like I'm being judged. Oh, am I hurting your feelings? <laughs> Sticks and stones. You met my sister, Nikisha. Adopted sister. Indeed. Actually, the point of the story... Nikisha was born in Angola during the Civil War. Her parents worked for a charitable foundation set up by my family. They were killed by a Soviet-sponsored militia group when Nikisha was three years old. My parents adopted her and brought her back to England. We grew up together. My parents' charitable work took them all over the world and we would go with them. In 1985, we were flying from Mozambique to Istanbul when our plane developed engine problems. We crashed in Sudan. Nakisha and I were the only survivors. I'm sorry. Shall we get some tea? Ah, Mrs Boone, thank you. A pot of tea, I think. Earl Grey? I don't mind. Thank you, Mrs Boone. <clears throat> so... Nikisha and I walked through the Sudanese desert for two days before we came across a trader caravan headed up to Khartoum. 
It was out of the frying pan and into the fire, I'm afraid. One of the traders took a shine to Nikisha. And that was the first time you ever killed a man. Oh, oh no, 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 not at all. Nikisha slit his throat with a pottery shard. <laughs> but I'm not sure he was her first. Anyway, long story short, we made it out of there. People had been looking for us, obviously, and we got back to England in one piece. Aunt Lily took us in. She was my mother's sister, involved in a whole other, rather more shady kind of business. But my parents' will had appointed her guardian and trustee, so... I went to Cambridge, eventually, like you. Nikisha studied in Edinburgh. She wanted to be a journalist. She decided to write her final dissertation on our parents' foundation. During the course of her research... She came across some information which led her to believe that the plane crash we survived had not been an accident. My parents' philanthropy had brought them into contact with a cabal of corporate interests. They had become a thorn in the sides of some powerful people, so... That was the piece of news that changed our course. Everything that had happened to us was the result of a deliberate act. Neither we nor Aunt Lily believed that should go unanswered. Well, I suppose if you have to justify the formation of a global organised crime network... Is that what we are? I'd say you've come a long way from a charitable foundation. (laughs) Did you find the people who killed your parents? Yes. But more than that, in the process we uncovered a whole new system of the world. How exciting. Corporate interests allied with political interests entwined with criminal interests. What did you say? So worldly wise, Clara. I think we're going to go with Miss Page... The world is black and white to you, isn't it? Oh, please, do tell me that your criminal gang somehow exists in the grey area. I feel like we might be heading towards a Robin Hood comparison. (laughs) Ah, thank you, Mrs Boone. Are we in the grey area, Mrs Boone? Grey area of what, sir? Miss Page believed that the world is black and white. I'm sure I couldn't care less about Miss Page's philosophy, sir. Milk and sugar, miss. Just black, thank you. There's honey in the pot, sir. Thank you, Mrs Boone. She's an Olympic gold medal. Not the least of her achievements. Uh? She once killed a Greek shipping tycoon with a tuning fork. He was trafficking children for the Albanian mafia. Justice was served. In that instance. Why is my opinion of you important? It's a gruesome world out there. I gathered as much from the newspapers. Have you found your place in it yet, I wonder? I wasn't aware I was looking. I want you to help me. Hmm... No. In return for information on Guillaume Benoit. I am not authorised to make deals with criminal masterminds. Oh, you flatter me. I don't consider that flattering. I think you're a fluffy white cat away from megalomania. Nonetheless, you were sent here to track me down, which means the people you work for need my help. I want to know about infrasound, and I can't seem to get a straight answer from you on that. Some kind of show of good faith, then? Um, such as? Such as a name. Conrad Spaker. Conrad... I don't know who that... Another character who dwells in the shadows. Look him up. If the name is valuable to you, perhaps we can have a more productive conversation. I can't... I don't... don't, Once that tea is fully kicked in, I'll have you returned home. Dinner can wait. I'll kill you and understand. He drugged you. Wait, jump back. I missed a bit. I missed the part where I woke up in my bed with the mother of all hangovers. I mean, it's really no joke when someone slips a mickey into your tea and I'm not prepared to... 
Um, I'm not prepared to gloss over the subject. <laughs> I don't think we need the details of... Yes, we do. I want it on the record. Not only did I just hurl up my guts, but I am standing here in nothing but a pair of pants, which means whoever brought me home undressed me, and that is not okay. Duly noted. Now, can we get back to... No, we can't. I'm sorry, sir. I'm hardly approved, but drugging a woman and then stripping her down to her pants is not... These aren't even the pants I was wearing! Well, presumably you hadn't had a change of clothes since Tallinn, so... Oh, you're trying to justify this on hygienic grounds now? I'm not trying to justify anything, Clara. I'm just trying to get to the debriefing I care about. Those pants were disgusting. What the hell are you doing here? Well, right now, the washing up, which really shouldn't have been left this long, should it? Who was this woman? The woman from the ice cream van. Ah, no, that's my sister. Ah, Okay, the woman from the village shop. I think they're twins. Oh, she's awake. That's the woman from the ice cream van. We're the Underwood sisters. I'm Catherine and she's Jane. Did you sleep well? No. What are you doing here? Well, you can't just drug people and leave them, can we you? We stayed around to make sure you were all right. <laughs> Choke on your own vomit. Have breathing difficulty and someone had to get you out of those pants. And do the dishes. We should really have someone come in once a week. I shudder to think what I'd find if I pulled that fridge out. You'd find the remains of the last person who criticised my living arrangements. Ooh. Okay, could we please get back to... Yes, sorry. Conrad Speicher. The name checks out? After a fashion. Meaning? Meaning Conrad Speicher was a Dutch national who traced his lineage directly back to the East India Company. Presumably inspired by that rich heritage, he was deeply involved in drug trafficking, sex slavery and the illegal arms business. Mm, sounds charming. Even by the standards of global organised crime, Speicher was an alarming character, made more so by his devotion to far-right nationalist causes around the world. So a Nazi slaver dealing drugs and guns? In a nutshell. And I take it we're not using the past tense because he saw the error of his ways and became a Buddhist monk? No, we're using the past tense because Conrad Speicher has been dead for 12 years. Interesting. As an encouraging lead, he leaves a lot to be desired. And his organisation? Dissolved. There was no heir apparent. His people went to the four winds. Mm. So, what is Aldrich Kemp playing at? I think playing is probably the right verb. He's messing with us. Mm, That doesn't feel right. Oh? He went to a lot of trouble to get me to Themis House. He's clearly an oddball, but I don't think he's that bored. I think he wants to recruit me. That's what it sounds like, but... And then everything that has happened so far, Monaco, Tallinn, it's, it's all been a test. So, so now I think Conrad Speaker is a riddle that needs to be solved. How did he die? He was shot in the back of the head. Oh, well, that's not particularly colourful. With a Batavian half-stiver. Uh, what now? A copper coin minted in 1644 by the Dutch East India Company in Batavia, which is now Jakarta. He was shot with a coin? Fired by an unidentified projectile device at significant velocity into the back of his head. Well, that's new. Does it sound like the kind of thing Aldrich Kemp might be behind? It absolutely does. Killing a slaver with a coin derived from the slave trade fits his notion of justice. So is this clue 
simply a confession. I don't think simple is Aldrich Kemp's style. Where is Conrad Spaker buried? He's at the Zorgfleet Cemetery in Amsterdam. No, I'm, I'm only here for a day or so, I think. Right now, I have just walked into a cemetery. No, no, it's a, it's a work thing. I no, I think you have to book in advance for the museums here now. Yeah, yeah, they changed all that when COVID hit. And, well, if I get the chance... I'll... <laughs> Mum, I'm here for work. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get much time to... Yeah, I know you told me. So maybe one day we can come here together and you can show me. Well, let's make a plan. Yeah, li- listen, I have to go um, into a thing, so... Show it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll let you know if... Okay, then. I have to... Yeah, I, I have to go. Okay. Bye. Well, this place is a lot nicer than I'd hoped. I wonder if there are a lot of nationalist sex traffickers buried here. Maybe they have their own plot. Spaker, Spaker, Spaker. Oh, here we go. Completely neglected grave. Well, that's something, I suppose. At least you've been forgotten. Ah. Except someone has left fresh flowers. How may I help you? Do these flowers come from your shop? Let me see. <laughs> yes. How fresh do they look to you? Huh? You have a problem with the flowers? No, no. no. The I, uh, flowers are not fresh? No, 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 I'm trying to find out how long ago they were delivered. Ah, I see, yes. In... <laughs> Today, these are a few hours old. You see here, how the stems... Do you have to tell me who ordered these delivered to the Zorkleet Cemetery? Ah... I am sorry, but for our customers, confidentiality is... <laughs> You're a florist? Yes, indeed. Not a doctor or a lawyer? A great or... many people send flowers who may not want other people to know that they are sending flowers to someone who this other person may not want them sending flowers to. Hmm. It's going to take me a little while to unpick that. In the meantime... I need a name. Ash, I share. Discretion. Yeah, I understand. How's this? If you don't give me the name, I will burn this shop to the ground in the middle of the night. You... What? <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Is it worth the risk? I'm just shelling flowers. I understand, but I am a horrible pain in the arse, and you will find that answering this simple question of mine is much easier in the long run than not. You're threatening me with arson? Yes, or something else, something worse. What's worse? I don't know. I haven't thought of it yet. But I will. Because I'm not chasing down those person who sent those flowers, then I'll have time on my hands. This is absurd. Yes? You're threatening me. I am, yes. You can make me go away by giving me the name. Or I can call the police. Mm, you can. They might arrest me, but I haven't actually done anything wrong, so they'll let me go. And then I'll come back here with a can of petrol and some matches. I'm just a florist. I know. You don't need this kind of hassle. It's completely ridiculous. Just give me the name. I'd like you to leave. Well, of course you would. Please, leave. <laughs> no. Then I am calling the police. Okay. This is your last chance. What are you doing? I'm just looking through the sales ledger. Uh, There it is. Thanks for your time. The name in the ledger is de Jong, which Google assures me is the most common surname in the Netherlands. 
That doesn't necessarily mean that it's an alias, but I bet a decent amount of my salary that it is. The address is just up this street in Amsterdam Nord. Getting here involved taking a ferry from Central Station, but, well, honestly, you're not here for the travelogue. Mr. de Jong, or, or Mrs. de Jong, it's not clear from the ledger, lives just here. eat your heart out. Hello? Stereotypically, this is the bit where I find it. Oh, crap. Mr. De Jong, can you hear me? Oh, shit. I'm armed. I have a gun pointed directly at that door. I want you to open the door slowly and step out with your hands where I can see them. I'm not armed. And I didn't have anything to do with this. Then why are you hiding in the cupboard? I found a dead guy on the floor and then you smashed through the... You don't have a gun. What are you doing here? Who are you? I'm asking the questions. You are asking the questions when I thought you had a gun. Should we let the police settle this? I'm looking for someone. I was told this guy could help me. He was like this when I found him. How did you get in? The back door was open. I imagine whoever did this went out that way. Who were you looking for? Is this any of your business? I was looking for someone too. This guy? A man called Comrade Spaker. Never heard of him. The guy I'm looking for is called Aldrich Kemp. Oh, interesting. You know him? It sounds like we may have some things to talk about. Great. Uh... Can we maybe do that somewhere else? Good idea. My name is Clara Page. Pleased to meet you, Clara. I'm Kennedy. Kennedy Fisher. In Chapter 2 of Who is Aldrich Kemp by Julian Simpson, Clara Page was Phoebe Fox, Mr Bartholomew Tim McInerney, Aldrich Kemp, Ferdinand Kingsley, Mrs Boone, Nicola Walker, Sebastian Harcourt, Kyle Soller, Nikisha Kemp, Carla Crome, Aunt Lily, Susan Jameson, and the Underwood sisters and Kennedy Fisher were all played by Jana Carpenter. Louise Brearley was the cyclist. Who is Aldrich Kemp? was recorded on location in Hove, London, and at the Royal Pavilion in Brighton. The music was composed by Tim Elsenberg. Sound design was by David Thomas. The director was Julian Simpson and the producer Sarah Tombley. The executive producer is Karen Rose, and it is a Sweet Talk production for the BBC. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.